0: It's like, regardless of where you are, like, America is the big time. You know what I mean? And unless you're platform there or network there, I mean, name a fucking Canadian comedian that blew up in Canada. I'll wait. Oh, you're going to say Russell Peters? That nigga blew up on YouTube worldwide. Everybody has to leave. Everybody has to leave.
1: I thought people come to Canada to make it, dude.
0: That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> that doesn't even fucking make sense. You better check yourself before you riggity wreck yourself. Some something, something is bad for your health. Some something. something. <laughs> What's going on, beautiful people? It's Black Zeus. It's your boy. Welcome back to another episode of Black Zeus, the podcast season four, episode 30 deuce. We're dropping a deuce on the top three. Uh, <laughs> made no sense. You can't laugh at you, piece of shit. They don't know you're here. We don't know if Dante's here, but we'll summon him in a second. You know, I hope you guys are good. How's your week been? 32 weeks of season four, which means we're almost at 52 weeks of 2023. Are you reflecting? We're we're in the winding down phase. You know? It's time to wind down now. You've done your summer mischief. It's getting a little cooler out. You're you're layering a little more these days. You got the jackets. Are you looking in the mirror? Are you looking in the water? Are you? I'm done with the guru shit. Let's summon, let's summon the guy, the most ingenious genius about being a non-genius when it comes to being a crypto genius. The way I said that, genius. This this guy, this guy is the crypto king, as they call him. The father of black crypto, black crypto. He didn't, I got all my other facts wrong. It's not that he invented Bitcoin. It's that he was the first black coin creator. Uh, it was called BlackCoin and didn't do too well. People didn't like the name, but he was there. Just like the guy that invented peanut butter. Did you know that the guy that invented peanut butter is a black guy? And the traffic light, you piece of shit. I might be wrong about that one, but I don't think I am. Let's <laughs> let's, let's summon the guy. Who's probably in a room right now, creating a new coin? Maybe Black Two, maybe the Black Dot Coin. If if you see with your other eye, then you know what I just said. Let's summon him, the crypto gurus. A, all hail Lord Bitcoin, and. <laughs> This is some crazy shit. Dante's in the house, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I had a dream. I had a dream. (laughs) That niggas. Yo, shout-outs to the Boondocks, bro. That show was prophecy on prophecy. Um, Yeah, when when Dante showed up, I was watching uh, an episode of the Boondocks. Season one, episode nine. I still remember it. It's the one where Martin Luther King, so they retold the story of Martin Luther King. Everything that he did before he died still counts. They still, you know, but when he got shot in the show, he didn't die. He went into a 30-year coma, and he woke up a bunch of decades later. And, uh, and yeah, just, it, it was so well done. It is exactly what Martin Luther King would be thinking about what's going on today. <laughs> just a bunch of ignorant niggas. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm moving to Canada. Anyways, uh, salutes to Magruder. Magruder, what was his name? Aaron Magruder. Can you look this up for me? I feel like uh, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a black guy with a white name, so you know he's American. Uh, Prolific writer, creator of the comic strip The Boondocks, which turned into the prolific show The Boondocks. Aaron Magruder. Aaron Magruder. Magruder. M C. Yeah. G R U D E R. That's Magruder. I got it right, Magrude up. Magruder on out. Aaron, Aaron Vincent Magruder. Nigga, I'm not. I'm not doing the Vincent, but that is your name. Much respect to you, Aaron Vincent Magruder. I said I wouldn't do it, but you know, provided me a lot of laughs. Uh, I still have those box sets. Crazy, bro. I like. Yeah. And those are original. I never sold them and rebought them or anything like that. Like my Chappelle box set still. I can. And and you know what's weird about that? Because I've sold off a lot of shit that I just don't care. Like I'm not. There's certain stuff I want a collection of. Which is my top stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you have like a big movie collection or shit?
1: I have a few movies. I have um, I have case. Steel
0: case. <laughs> <Still> <laughs> case. Yo, Unbach would say Unbach is all knees and elbows and shit. <laughs> yeah, down, 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 Just I'm fucking proud of that chopping niggas down with. It. And what was the sequel <laughs> Unbuck Two? It wasn't knees and elbows. It was like two different body parts. Uh, it was a martial arts movie Unbuck where yeah. where the guy only used knees and elbows the whole movie crazy and I remember the scene from the trailer there was like a circle like I don't know like some sort of like a street on the street light pole or whatever it was like some like decoration or whatever on the light pole and it was a big circle you know how in rush hour Jackie Chan slides under the the bars the the money bars in the casino do you remember that scene I don't remember okay there's a scene so rush hour one okay yeah there's a scene where they're all running through the casino okay is it rush hour one or is it two I think it was two. I'm wrong. It was two. Okay. It was two. There was a casino in both. Actually, no, the one The one was the museum. This is too much. So in Rush Hour <laughs> 2, do you remember that movie any better?
1: No. It was I more. Re-
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they're in a casino and, you know, where the fucking uh, attendant would sit behind the bars and, like, count money and, like, put slip it through this fucking, like, narrow little window. Okay. Jackie Chan slid through that. You remember this scene, with, vaguely. It's coming Because you know what you remember, actually, is the bloopers. Because it made it into the bloopers, and he'd, he- He was struggling. Yeah, he str- like he missed the one time, yeah. and then he fell back the other time, or something like this. I might be misremembering, but it made the bloopers. I know that. Uh, but on back, to circle back, this is a whole <laughs> lot of nothing. <laughs> on back, in the trailer, what got me, and this is how I always remember the movie, is there was like a circle no no bigger than like the size of this painting behind me. It was like just big enough for a human to fit through, but only if they like. He yeah, like, he really jumps like, through with his arms and leg forward, and then his head tucked. <laughs> yeah, and it was like fucking at least like eight feet off the ground, bro. Yeah, so he ran, jumped through the circle, and then landed on someone with their knees or something, probably. I don't know. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of this. If you hear this, it's just my wrist action, <laughs> my costume jewelry, uh, <laughs> my gems. This is my gems. Uh, how you living, bro?
1: Less than highly favored, you know? <laughs> stay active, stay busy. That was a
0: long dive of travel, but a whole <laughs> lot of nothing. So back to the movie uh collections. Do you have one? Yeah, long one? back, but like do you have like do you hold on to anything?
1: Yeah, like physical? I still have all the movies from like when I was a kid. Like, that they,
0: means something or just all of them? Just all of them. So okay. they all they
1: all mean something.
0: Over time I got rid of a lot of shit. Yeah. Um
1: Yeah, there's but the, we got to a certain point where we stopped buying movies like legitly yeah and then we only got like the
0: what the chinese bootlegs yeah like, off like the those ones that
1: come in the plastic
0: yeah it's hilarious <laughs> in the sleeves <laughs> in the sleeves that's hilarious <laughs> yeah there's definitely a point where i just stopped buying movies because yeah. i mean with the advent of netflix and all that shit i have um
1: i have a blockbuster case still
0: oh for real yeah like a that you didn't thing? return yeah well it's i guess like, it doesn't matter now tony
1: hawk or something like that it's uh, a video game one yeah do
0: you have the game it's probably not somewhere. in the box,
1: but it's definitely somewhere, yeah.
0: Oh man, they want that money. <laughs> Bro, that's the whole reason they went bankrupt, is cause you didn't cause you cause and didn't return Tony Hawk. 80 million people didn't return Tony Hawk. It's like, yo, this is a bad business model. <laughs> it's crazy to me that they could have bought Netflix.
1: I know, right? Yeah.
0: Speaking of uh speaking of like uh crazy mergers that could have happened, I found out that WWE you heard that and TK the UFC. Well, you saw that the merge and all that. Yeah, they went to Wall Street and all that shit. No, but mm-hmm. Shane McMahon, Vince's son, okay, the the creator, the once owner of WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, he once suggested that they buy UFC, mm. and Vince said it wasn't a good idea, or somebody there, they just decided yeah. it wasn't a good idea. And then to look back now at them both being bought by Endeavor. Crazy move. Also, shout outs to Vince McMahon showing up with a thin, like, uh, mustachio, like the evil villain mustache and a do rag. Um, he showed up, do rag Vince. When, crazy. I man. never thought. I never thought we'd get another uh, appearance of do rag Vince McMahon. Was this recent? Yeah, when they went to Wall Street, him, oh. Dana White, some wrestlers, some fighters, Ari Emanuel, they all showed up to ring <laughs> the stupid fucking bell of money. Oh, it's like this is we're now in the business of more money. King! And then everybody on Wall Street just like, more, buy, sell, buy, sell. I'm a loser. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yes. uh, Yes. Make sure other people are poor and shit. We're over here just trading coffee bean stocks or some random shit. I don't fucking know. Shoe soles. Shoe soles are up today. Rubber is up. That means shoe soles are going up. Manufacturing is up. But we're paying less wages. Make sure we also make shoes in Indonesia by eight-year-old kids. Anyways, that's what this episode is going to be. is a bunch of long diatribes about nothing. Because guess what, niggas? This is a comedy podcast, and I ain't do no comedy. Do I apologize? Big nope. That's the N-O-P-E. That's a big note for me. I like to rest and relax and just take care of me. Am I going to continue to rhyme? Maybe. Sometimes. I do it all the time. Uh, that was all garbage. But what I'm trying to say is, no comedy update this week. Cause fuck it, nigga. I'm enjoying the last little bits of summer just before everything gears back up. I got shows out the wazoo already. And then I'm trying to do some more shit. We're trying to do this shit, get that off the ground. I'm still trying to fucking release my special. That's a thing. Um, So, yeah, man, it's going to be a busy winter season. And uh, yeah, that's your comedy update for this week. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Welcome back, Black Zeus to Podcast, where I do comedy most of the time, and then I talk about it most of the time. But right now, we're going to brush past the fact that I didn't tell a goddamn joke this weekend. I mean, I told jokes to the people that I love, told jokes to my friends. Those count for something, right? I wrote some jokes. That's got to count for something, right? But I'm not going to tell you what the fuck those jokes are. You could kiss my ass. How about that? bro i don't think i want an audience I got, that's crazy no i'm joking don't kiss my ass i love and appreciate you i guess i just i hate shilling the, the i think the most important thing in being an artist in general bro or broet, or they them or they them at um <laughs> this is for everybody it's like the, the establishment is the establishment, and that's really all you know what to chase when you begin something, in, in art especially. It's like, okay, I want to be a musician, but what you're really, like, the biggest of the big musicians, you see you're doing arenas, and they're mm-hmm. signed, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily that everybody wants that, or but most people want that. They want mm-hmm. the notoriety, the fame, the audience, the, the, the following, all that shit. But I'm so comfortable with with what I'm doing, and I'm so patient And I'm 12 years in, and that had like those lessons have added up Mm -hmm. immensely for me. And because I've just stayed on the outskirts of being all the way in, and I've gotten good on my own, and I'm seeing what that does. Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing how literally the rest of the world doesn't give a fuck about your Canadian credits, bro. (laughs) It's like regardless of where you are, like America is the big time. You know what I mean? And unless you're platform there. Or network there. I mean, name a fucking Canadian comedian that blew up in Canada. I'll wait. Oh, you're going to say Russell Peters? That nigga blew up on YouTube worldwide. Everybody has to leave. Everybody has to leave.
1: I thought people come to Canada to make it, dude.
0: That doesn't even make sense. (laughs) That doesn't even fucking make sense. So it's like I'm done with the small-time thinking, and I'm done with not speaking confidently. It's not ego. It's not whatever. I personally don't fuck with the industry up here. It's fucking whack as shit. They produce garbage. The, the best show that we've ever produced is Trailer Park Boys, and that was like an independently run thing. I mean, sure, they were on a network. They got showcased and all that shit, but like that was their own thing, and they're on and running their own shit now, doing whatever. But it's like, what? You're telling me Shit's Creek is what I have to fucking uh, strive to? You could be a writer on Shit's Creek. Oh, great. Make more fucking old white people laugh. Awesome. I'm out. I'm out, bro. I'm so out. Oh, my God. Anyways, there's your, there's your comedy recap. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga doesn't give a fuck. And, like, the, the facade of industry and making it is, um, is so, bro. Everything is what you want it to be. Everything is what you define it to be. If you are comfortable with... And this is the thing, I think, too, you know, I have to also find the comfort in myself, the strength in myself to know that, yo, know, it takes strength to go against the grain, bro. You know what I mean? Yep. And to, to speak openly, because I've always felt this way, even as I was chasing shit and auditioning and doing all this shit. Like in my mind, I stopped auditioning years ago, bro. And I promised myself I'm done. I'm not trying to be a commercial actor. I'm having that realization now with comedically. I'm like, oh, I really don't. Ha- I could just stop. Yeah, I don't have to continue going down these certain routes where everybody. It's like fucking World War Z, bro. You know the poster for that movie, World War Z. Find the poster for that movie, please. If I'm remembering this correctly, it's like Brad Pitt on the top of a wall, and, not, then, there's like bears and then a horde of zombies trying to climb the wall to get him. The horde of zombies is everybody trying to make it, and Brad Pitt represents like the couple of spots that exist. The
1: one Canadian spot. The
0: like, <laughs> but but like for, for real though, and and you know what's fucking crazy is I don't wanna be a stereotype. I'll say it loudly, how about that? I just wanna be me, which is a human being. They, like, the way the Canadian show business industry works is they have, they have, like, their spots, bro. And, and I've seen it happen. People talk about what they wanna talk about and then it, it doesn't do for them what they want. Mm-hmm and then all of a sudden they turn into their stereotype. And what I mean by that is like I sure I'm Ethiopian, you know what I mean? I I love Ethiopia. I have Ethiopian jokes. I'm I I was born in Greece. I have Greek jokes. But like I don't lean into that anymore. I did at the beginning of my career when I thought I had to establish cuz I have the stage name Black Zeus and I always wanted to do the 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 backstory behind it, but I'm 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 in now. I don't even give a fuck, nigga. You I'm Black Zeus. <laughs> regardless of if you know my backstory or not, you know what I mean? But like, what works, especially for these platforms, is, oh, I'm Ethiopian, let me be telling stories about my Ethiopian struggles, or my immigrant struggles, oh, I'm an immigrant and I struggled. Or when I'm white, white people can say whatever the fuck they want, you know what I mean? And even now, they're limiting those spots, you gotta be a they, them, (laughs) or or you gotta be a black person who struggled, or you got to be a fucking Asian this. Or, you got to be- Or a black they them. Black they them. Who Creme <laughs> de la creme, bro. And this isn't even like, bro, this isn't a spite on the individual. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, this is what the industry, like, I'm not anything but me. You know what I mean? Yep. And I talk about nigga shit. And that's another thing I also realized. The Canadian industry has has space for black entertainers. But like not niggas. Not the way America does. Like America, like that's you know, like and, and not even that I'm 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 niggas, quote unquote. Yeah. But it's like I really lived the quote unquote black experience as well as the immigrant experience and all that shit. And I and I talk like a nigga, bro. Like a quote unquote nigga. Yeah. They I say I've been told this. Oh, you say the N-word too much that the network people won't. I'm like, okay. And then I finally grew comfortable to, to the fact I'm like, well, if they're not comfortable with that, I'm not going to. Everybody says play the game. Everybody likes to say play the game, but I think that's compromise in a way that I'm not willing to. I'm not willing to compromise on my own vision. And shout outs to Nipsey, marathon, bro. I've gotten so supremely good that I I, I, I I wish I will gladly go up before or after any comedian in this country. I might shit the bed. But I accept that. I own up to that. And I also am supremely confident in what I bring to that stage that I really don't think that that's the reality. And I promise you that these niggas that are comfortable in these network spots writing for these shows, these people that get like, and, and again, salutes to you, bro. This isn't a, a knock, but like for me, it's not my path. And there's only, and the the fucking, the door is so limited. It's such a narrow doorway I don't, bro, the amount of people I've seen get a position and then all of a sudden think they're good. Nigga, you know how many comics are shit that are working in this fucking, <laughs> that are working, bro. And it's the world over, bro. Yeah. We know this. The mainstream doesn't just mean you're the best just because you're writing for a fucking thing or or you're, you're on Netflix. Are you kidding me? You know how many awful fucking stinky ass specials are on Netflix? The fuck, nigga? Most people... Don't do the work to just be supremely good and then have the confidence in that and that's the last thing I'll say about that. comedy recap now <laughs> we talked about some comedy. I burn more bridges It's a beautiful it's a beautiful life, bro. Oh, what? I burn Canadian industry bridges <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good God. Anyways, let's get into something we do here weekly called the weekly poll results. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're returning to the podcast, welcome back, beautiful people. You know that every Monday on my Instagram, social media, I post an interactive poll question. I leave it up for 24 hours. The people vote on it. And then me and Dante discuss the results here every Wednesday. Uh, This week's poll question was, how do you prefer to meet new dates? And the options were in person, dating apps, social media, or friend of a friend. Uh, before we get into the results, Dante, how do you how do you uh, vote here?
1: Well, this one, the way my mind works, i like, how do you, how how is this question even being asked? Like, is it like, do I would I prefer to meet them in person and like, I saw them for the first time in person, or is it how like, do you
0: prefer to fucking meet new new people that you're Wanting a date, nigga. You don't have to make it so goddamn crazy. Well, that, that, that's, that's my bread. <laughs> no. I don't know what you're trying to Yo, take. You'll move the mouse for me? All right.
1: Um, what just happened?
0: Oh, just monitor. Went to sleep.
1: Um, Yeah, so I would prefer to meet people in person, you know, but that's just me. You know what I mean? Like, I'd much rather meet people in person. On the other hand, <laughs> you know. Would- you're acting
0: like it's crazy what you're saying, but it's not. That's, a, that's normal as fuck. Yeah. I'm not these new age fucks. Tinder me. Hinge me. (laughs) Although I've had a lot of success on those. I'm not going to fucking act like. But like, I feel like the mentality that I was in when I was using those, like they completely mm, plow, plow, plow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is fine. You know, Mm -hmm. I like pussy. Uh, But I just. Dating apps are whack. Like, damn, bro. Dating apps are whack. But, you know, I guess people are afraid to talk to each other. I really do think like, we're going down this path of like people just don't it's also a lot scarier i think for men you know what i mean cuz oh, cancel culture and karens and fucking whatever the fuck yeah. say the wrong thing misgender somebody mislabel somebody yep. like but also i think if you like if you're a creep nigga there's no way you can approach anybody fucking normally you know like yeah, you're but, giving off creep vibes
1: but it's not even up to you even if you don't see yourself as a creep, someone else can just say
0: you're no one hundred percent. But you know what? It is up to you, bro. I'm, I'm bro. You think I present as a creep, nigga? Like no. I could if I want. <laughs> but, but this is what I'm saying. It's if you're not honest with yourself, if yeah. you don't really know who the fuck you are, mm-hmm. and then you're you're gonna be like, oh, I can't. Like in person doesn't work for me. Is like really be honest with yourself and ask yourself, how are you approaching people? Yeah, you know, and where are you approaching them? Are you talking to a, a bartender behind the fucking bar while she's working? You fucking dumbass. Like, yeah, I, know, right? <laughs> I mean, sure, that does work, but you got to be really GQ handsome to pull that shit off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, know your place, nigga. <laughs> uh, I also love meeting people in person, but side note, friend of a friend, classic.
1: Friend of a friend is even like, a, it narrows the focus because it's almost like, this person says they're good for you for you right? but also that in a you,
0: you got to be good with those you got to be good with that friend no exactly you know what i mean yes. so that yeah. and i think that is a very old school method social media is like social way. media straight up for creeps i i think i was in high school and i was using social media to try and fucking date bitches trying to get in the dms and all this fucking I mean, stupid yeah, ass shit yo correct. people really yo when i tell you like I, s- I swear, bro, people must have think I wasn't even talking to girls for a while because I realized I've never been the type to post every woman that I'm with because I realized that it's a strategy that men use, you know what I mean? On social media, it's like, not to expose all men, sorry, but you're a weak-ass nigga. Uh, w- when you have to Absolutely. post that you're with women Bash, so that other nigga. women will see you so that they know that women like you and all that mm. shit, I'm like, are you, how much yeah. of a bitch-ass nigga are you, bro? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's a strategy that a ton of men employ and women too to get a guy jealous they'll post that they're with a guy they'll never it's and that's what makes men pissed is when they'll post like the dinner only it's like oh. and then when the guy will try and get he's like yeah. i pay for this hello yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to get a picture of me too i pay for this uh i, I was I, i've been with a few girls where they would fucking get when they get in the car they just take a photo yeah or no they take that instagram reel or whatever yeah, the fuck the the boomerang video or the, or just the video of the music playing yeah. and their feet on the dash and, and I the, and the hate, road. I hate, oh, I hate <laughs> when
1: they put their feet, feet on, on the my dash. dash, bro. Get your shit off of my car. You, you know what I mean? Like That's so disrespectful, dude. Like,
0: dude. Yeah, I've let it slide every once in a while. Sometimes a bitch has pretty feet. You know what I'm saying? Dog. I'm not into feet like that, but, but I'm not going to say they're ugly. Sometimes, sometimes they're ugly. Sometimes they're pretty.
1: Yeah
0: put, put the, your like, feet up whatever it, bitch you got pretty feet
1: fam i just find it so disrespectful like, he, like he, <laughs> it, it, it's not even your house you know what Girl, i mean
0: you be in there just wiping like this with the armor on shit
1: just they just come in put their feet up immediately i'm like oh my god it just cheeses me to that i don't know why i don't like when people just
0: well no because it is disrespectful like 100 yeah. imagine being on a plane you ever oh. have that happen what and then someone put their foot on your fucking armrest?
1: No, no. Yeah. Like not on my armrest.
0: Usually but. white people. I'm looking at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's mostly I'd say it's like 90% them. And that's being generous, because I do want to say 98%. I'll give you 10% grace. Mm-hmm. But most of the videos I see is like you this is nasty motherfucker on, on social media and shit. Yeah usually some cussy ass white feet yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i would still say that in person is my preferred method because you know i actually have confidence in myself and i have ability to talk to people and look at them in the yeah. eye and uh and you know what women really respond to that <laughs> <laughs> when you approach them with confidence and the right energy and if they're not into you you're cool to just walk away i also don't have an ego about myself yeah so, like, you know, but this is this came over time. It's not like I was always like this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There was definitely times when I'm like, ah, you approach <laughs> with that fucking awkward energy. Yeah. That that girl will walk right away from you. She has every right to. Yep. Um, but, yeah, in person is definitely my. And then I would say friend of a friend next. And then, you know, because I have used dating apps, why the fuck not? And I guess there's, you can find real love on that shit. It's not like you can't. No, you definitely can I just I'm just thinking about the way that I use them. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, bruh. Because I literally, I was employing three of these four. (laughs) I was meeting women in person at my shows on a weekly, nightly basis. When I was in my peak at Toronto, bro, I was meeting women almost on a nightly basis. I was on the dating apps. And then I would have friends that would recommend me to friends. Like, I was a menace. (laughs) I was (laughs) was a menace. Maybe I even snuck in a DM or two. I'm sure I did. Because I really was a menace. But, you know, I worked on myself and realized that. I want my comedy career to go places, which is crazy because I'm really just shitting on the industry. So you would think, like, what what did you realize for for you to just be talking like this? (laughs) Well, I realized a lot about myself, and it's that I have the supreme confidence in myself and my ability. Uh, Let's see what the people voted. Goddamn! All right, 82% said in-person, 5% said dating apps, 14% said friend of a friend, 0% said social media, Salutes to everybody. Thank you. Social media is the weird one. I put that on there just to see, cause I know niggas that used yes, to that's fucking. What I'm saying. I know I'm niggas like, that used to. Yeah, bro, th-
1: I feel like that's zero percent. That's not honesty. Yeah. I mean, maybe,
0: maybe it's not all the way honesty. But I gotta check how, how active these. Uh, the, like how many people voted? Yeah. Um. Zero
1: percent social, cause I, cause I know niggas man. that
0: used to use Facebook. They used to use yo, yo, bro, use Facebook, knock. <laughs> hey, yo, Facebook, Instagram DMs, Snapchat. I consider all that shit. I think Snapchat is just for prostitutes at this point. <laughs> <laughs> people selling OnlyFans and prostitutes. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, people using TikTok. TikTok's a new way. People wave. using
0: TikTok. The TikTok. People using pause. People <laughs> using TikTok, <Dick-talk>, bro. That's, <laughs> that's crazy. Yo, that is a dating app though. TikTok would be a dating app, <laughs> uh, but people using TikTok to fucking
1: yeah, because they post their thirst traps on TikTok and then they oh, go, you're right. They go subscribe to my and OF and all that, and then subscribe to the OF.
0: Yo, this is just a thirsty ass generation, eh? Like I think thirst is the is a good word for for whatever's going on in the world. Yeah, I don't know clout thirst thirst for clout. Everybody, that's for
1: attention for sure.
0: Attention 100%. Yeah. But it's like all the wrong attention. And that's why it's... Uh, oh, man. Being an artist in this day and age is... is like, I've I found my, my pathway in this shit. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of people have. But it is so weird, bro. It is so weird with the advent of social media and all this shit. What people think they want versus what they actually want versus what they tolerate Mm -hmm. i feel like social media our habits of this scrolling shit make us think we want certain things i promise you all summer long every show i did every audience i asked do you think that life was better before internet and cell phones were a major thing everybody yeah and then even the, the last show i did there was like this 19, 20 year old group of girls. And they're like, we don't even remember. (laughs) And, but then we started going through it. Yeah. It was like, cause they barely remember, but it was like, okay, let's, let's now break down what you guys have versus like what it is. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, everybody just kind of agrees. It's like, and then I asked the question, Is like, so then what the fuck is wrong with you guys?
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I asked the question, Is like, so if we all agree that this shit is all warped and fucked up and life was better before, mm-hmm. I really start posing the question to everybody. It's like, well, then why do you use it? You know? And I like just put out that mirror, but I do it in a comedic way. I'm not doing that right now. Yeah, fuck y'all niggas, you ain't paying for this shit. <laughs> I and mean, why would I give out my jokes for free? And like every comedian thinks, let me put out my jokes for free. Yeah, and then the niggas show up to the comedy club and guess what? You don't write enough jokes (laughs) and they saw your shit. Shit, nigga. And the beautiful thing is, is I have literal like hours of jokes at this point Mm -hmm. and I still refuse. I don't know, man. I don't know what happened to me, but I do know, but niggas, (laughs) Yo, shout out to Dominic Tetro, the manager of the Mississauga Yuck Yucks. No longer a manager, no longer with Yuck Yucks. That club no longer exists. But that motherfucker gave me this piece of advice. And he even told me this isn't my advice. This is general advice that I've heard. But it's the, it's so profound, bro. And he gave it to me. And then that pause. And then that, <laughs> <laughs> and I just hey, remembered yo. that piece of advice ever since. It was when I was first trying to sign with, with Yuck Yucks, who I'm now signed with. You know what I mean? Um, And I was like, this was maybe three to five years into my comedy career, and I'm doing all the clubs, and I'm doing the open mics and shit, and I'm getting decent, but I'm not—I'm nowhere near where I am right now. And so I, I just asked them, I'm like, Yo, can I talk to you for a minute? And I went—I I went to the manager's office. I'm like, Yo, bro, you obviously see me, you put me up, so you—you you like what I've been doing on the stage and all that shit. Thank you. It's like, but I'm trying to get on with the club. Like, how? Would you suggest that I, I get in with the club? He's like, honestly, man, and this isn't my advice, just make yourself undeniable. Make it so that every time you're on that stage, when you walk off, if somebody's not... Like, if there's an opportunity and someone in the room can give you an opportunity, make yourself so undeniable that if you don't get that opportunity, it's obviously something wrong with them as opposed to something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that shit, bro... It it was like a light bulb went off in my head. And then you combine that with the lessons of Nipsey, the marathon. I, that was the first like full deep breath I was able to take in comedy. It was like, all right, just focus on being undeniably good. Mm -hmm. And sure people pass pass you by pass you by, but that's all perception, man. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to work on that because there was definitely times for years where I'm like, oh, damn, they're passing me by and shit. But, bro, it was like, gladly, take whatever is there for you because that's meant for you. And and I know what I want. I know what I'm willing to do for it. And I know I'm willing to wait to to get what I know I can get on my own, in my own way. Um, and, man, what a beautiful place to be. And somehow we got there from this. <laughs> I already said the comedy shit was over, but, you know, me, diotri diotribe. diotribe. Uh, <laughs> wait, was that one of the buttons? If you just hit it, just hit just hit it. <laughs> that'll play out. That'll play out on the audio and video. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's this week's poll results. If you want to get in on the action every Monday on my Instagram, that's aka black Zeus on Instagram. Uh that goes live and stays up for 24 hours. And you know, it scrolls at the bottom of the screen if you're watching the video version of the podcast. Uh, now, let's let's get into something that we've missed on the podcast the last few weeks. Another uh, regular segment called Dante's Inferno. Uh, Dante's Inferno, where Dante brings something wacky, inspirational, scary, motivational, fucking whatever is happening out there in the real world. He brings it right here for us to tear down.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, so what you got this week?
1: I'm sure you've seen this, and we, we kind of talked something similar to it before. All right. But um, we've got proof
0: now. Oh, no.
1: Do you know where I'm going?
0: Uh, aliens? Yo, yeah, you're going with no. <laughs> <laughs> no. John, ja, no. Look at this shit. What do you <laughs> mean? You ever watch Art Attack? Yeah. This right is an Art Attack. This is an Art Attack. This is Art Attack. It looks like a bunch of Mexican niggas got their PVA glue and papier-mâché. Yeah. And Dude, they watched- went to town, bro. They watched E.T. Like, what are you talking about? And then it has, like, eggs or stones or something. You saw the x-ray footage of it? I did see the x-ray Fuck footage, this but- shit, bruh. Yeah, I saw such a funny meme. Yeah. Um... Everybody was prepping for the alien deception to be, like, holograms in the sky and, like, UFOs and all this shit. But then it's this shit. <laughs> like, then it's... Yo, you're trying to tell me these are a 1,000 years old. The government has had them in their possession the whole time. But now is the time they decided this is Mexican to trot the... Government. The Mexican government has had these in their possession for... Okay, they're a 1,000 years old, but they've had them in, the, in their possession for how long? Have they said? Is there any info on that shit?
1: They've had, to, if they look like this, right? If they're supposedly a thousand years old, who, who's who been preserving these? This is what I'm saying. Bro. Years?
0: How do they know carbon dating? Because we trust carbon dating, right? Yeah. <laughs> this thing is eight million years, years old. <laughs> yeah. All right, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Get the fuck out of here, you fucking nigga. <laughs> hey, I just made a bunch of, uh, <laughs> I just got a bunch of hate from the Neil deGrasse Tyson community right there. Uh, fuck that nigga. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you see the one where they took these aliens and it's like they were cake? and so Yeah, it, I saw that. I saw that. It's someone like, it's cut it, <laughs> cut into his face. Um, yeah, no, I don't even know you, bro. Please tell me you saw the Indian government.
1: Oh, I did see that. Should I pull Bruh, that up?
0: Please, gladly pull that up without <laughs> audio because we'll talk over it. Yeah. If you don't know, ladies and gentlemen, so it's not enough that the Mexican government just came out with footage. By the way, like, were were they in those sarcophagus? Like, were they in the coffins? No. Those, those coffins they, look crisp. No, no, those are brand new. Those are brand they're new Ikea coffins, bro. <laughs> they're straight from Ikea with all the fucking straight edges and shit. That yeah, doesn't look no, like anything no, 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 ancient. No, they
1: definitely were not buried in them.
0: Bro, they weren't buried either. They were made in a Mexican cartel's garage, bro. They were made
1: in a Mexican fifth grade art like,
0: class. Like, bruh, <laughs> what are we talking about? And why do they look exactly like E.T. phone home, bro? Well, here, here's my
1: theory. Maybe E.T.'s based off these guys. If they're real.
0: Yeah, Steven Spielberg went to Mexico, got into the fucking archives with... They let Not him just in.
1: Mexico, somewhere else. Señor in.
0: Spielbergo. <laughs> See, he, <laughs> that's the Simpsons reference. Uh, I'm not being super racist. Uh well, kind of. (laughs) Uh, Yes. All right. So not long ago, pause this for a second. India, or I guess let it run. We're we're not listening to it anyways. India. Look at this, bro. (laughs) They landed their first Mars or was it Mars or Moon mission? This This is a moon moon mission. mission.
1: On the dark side of the moon.
0: On the dark side of the moon, they landed a fucking unmanned rover thing. First of all, who's filming this? All right. How'd they get this footage? Did they send up a camera before also and set that up? Because how'd they get the third-person perspective of the thing landing? And if you please, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, if you haven't seen this, yo, tell me that something isn't going on when the Mexican government is showing this weird ET alien and the Indian prime minister is on national television and the whole international, or not international, but the Indian space fucking... They got, like, they got the Indian NASA on screen and they're shaking each other's hands and shit because they just landed this Toy Story looking rover. Yeah, those are
1: PS1 graphics. Bro,
0: those were straight PS1 graphics! What was that thing? <laughs> what was that thing? And then they displayed that proudly and they said we're on the dark side of the moon, India's first fucking rover, the fourth country to make it on the moon or some shit like this. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Please don't believe that UFOs are from outer fucking space, bro. Like, bruh, humans created this shit. (laughs) Holy fuck, there's some weird deception going on. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it almost seems like these... We're, we're talking about attention, right? It's almost yeah. as if these these countries now they are this is not attention cloud. seeking.
0: This is distraction creating. Yeah, but it, we're it, in it, the age of information and the age of distraction.
1: But the only way to distract is to take your attention away from one thing, right? So they're just shifting your attention. Correct. Right. So it's like, oh, look at this. We landed on the dark side of the Yo, moon. Yo, it's crazy to but me. Like this is actually going on in the background. Correct. Of course, which has always
0: been the case. <laughs> but I feel like I feel like it's been. Um, uh, the intervals, up. the intervals or the wavelengths mm. used to be a lot the in the, the frequent, like it was a lot less frequent. Yes. But the freak, like they're really attacking us right now. Like nobody can sleep. Nobody knows what's real or fake. Cause this AI generated shit. Yeah. Uh, the news is so abundant and, and this 24 hour news cycle, but I swear to God, bro. I listen when I drive. Sometimes I turn on the news and then every once in a while, I'll watch like the CBC or whatever the fuck the national news is in Canada, in the States or whatever, versus what what is actually like the major, really important shit that's going on. Mm-hmm. And they're talking about Taylor Swift and Beyonce coming to town and shit. Yeah. I swear to you, bro, this is the news station. Beyonce's coming to town and the, everyone's excited. All the single ladies, da-da-da-da-da. Well, and I'm like, bro. Beyonce's doing the stop
1: challenge. Everything
0: is gonna, on you know. fire, dog. <laughs> what are you talking about? What about none of it? What about Maui? Yo, let me explain to you. Let's this. talk about distractions, bro. <laughs> let me tell you. Please tell me you saw the the Rock and Oprah were in a lot of hot water. So everybody, like, if everybody doesn't remember, let's catch you up to speed. Hawaii burnt to the ground okay? There's a lot of conspiracies around it, whatever. What is real and what is factual is that the government dropped the ball. They somehow accidentally, quote unquote, sent six billion dollars more to Ukraine uh, that they didn't account for. And the amount of money that it would cost to to rebuild the homes that were burnt down, five point something billion in Hawaii, but they accidentally sent that money to Ukraine, sent no money to Hawaii. I think everybody in Everybody got like 700 bucks or something like this. A one time 700. A one time $700 check. All right. And this is just why, bro. We're not talking about what's happening in Greece, what's happening in Italy, what's happening in Africa, what's happening in Canada, all the fires in Canada. Bro, this, but we want to talk about Taylor Swift and Beyonce coming to town. Suck my left nut. Like for real, bro. (laughs) Like it's pure distraction. But if you don't know, Oprah and The Rock are recently in hot water because they. First of all, I know this is an Oprah move, and she just got The Rock to be involved because he's Hawaiian and he's a megastar. Mm-hmm. But this evil bitch, Oprah, she started uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, a like charity. A, a fundraiser. A fu- like, no, she started a charity. Oh. Yeah, she started the charity. Yeah. So who's getting all the tax breaks and all that shit? And then this dumb bitch who represents my melanated people, she doesn't represent those people. <laughs> this bitch gets on her social media platforms and begs her audience to donate. We've set up this fund so it's easy for you, so you can trust where the money's going. Fuck you, bitch. And she gets the rock to be in this video with her. And he's standing here like, yeah, the, yeah, people's eyebrow, fucking, if you smell, donate all your money and be a dummy. <laughs> Like, bro, they're begging people to donate between the two of them. But fuck the two of them. Just Oprah alone, she has bills, bro. Yeah. She has at least one point something bill. The Rock has hundreds of mil. Yeah. Fuck you. You fucking <laughs> pieces of trash. So they started getting dragged online. Mm-hmm. And guess what? So obviously we were talking about UFC and Endeavor. Yeah. Uh, Or UFC and WWE merging under one stock. TKO. So the, the last... WWE run show was on Monday this last Monday yeah. and the first Endeavor run show was this past Friday and guess what headlines I saw all weekend all over social media The, the Rock, Rock returns yeah. to wrestling if you send what a genius you piece of shit you scumbag yeah, just because I loved you growing up. Don't think I don't see what you're doing. Everybody caught you fucking asking for fucking donations, you piece of shit. And then all of a sudden he shows up and he fucking does the people's elbow and people forget. Oh my God, The Rock is my hero. Fuck The Rock. Fuck Oprah. Fuck the distractions, bro. How how much longer are we going to keep doing this? How much longer are we going to keep doing this, bro? How much longer are we going to keep doing this? You go fucking... Go buy your a- Mexican alien merch. Go buy your fucking... Go buy the mugs and the fucking, I was there. I saw the alien. (laughs) And please be my guest. Be first in line when they tell you that the aliens are here and they've been with us and all this shit. Suck my fucking dick, alien bullshit. All of a sudden now, in the midst of all the war, Mm -hmm. in the midst of all the scandals, in the midst of all the corruptions, where's the fucking flight list? Anyways, (laughs) like, bruh, what are we talking about? There's so much real shit that we could be talking about. But Beyonce's in town. No. It's the Renaissance. Too. Also, here's the thing. Oh, how come the news didn't mention this when they were talking about Beyonce and Taylor Swift concerts? Their concert goers are experiencing amnesia. <laughs> how odd! What this witchcraft tour and this transhumanism tour? They're experiencing amnesia and then i swear to god bro they were they were talking about this on the today show Mm. so like it was making mainstream like waves yeah that that people went to these concerts and they forgot Something about the frequency or whatever the fuck. You know what they said scientifically? They said scientifically it was too much adrenaline. They were (laughs) overloaded with excitement. They're overstimulated. They're overstimulated that by the time they got home, they forgot that they were gone for four hours? (laughs) What the fuck? I'm just a comedian, ladies and gentlemen. Whatever. This is a comedy podcast. (laughs) (laughs) it's dangerous to even be that they're going at russell brand with a bunch of shit. So you saw that he's yeah, getting accused. but i don't know if that's real or not russell brand was a part of the fucking industry for a while i saw that little video i didn't watch the whole thing but he came out and said look there there's these accusations from when i was in the industry i've already talked about that in my book and all that shit i don't know russell brand i don't give a fuck nigga i i hope you didn't do that merciless shit but if you did i wouldn't be surprised have no idols bro we're at the 50-minute mark. Well, perfect, because that's fucking enough for that shit. <laughs> Talking about aliens and Beyonce and all that shit. Um, but, oh, you know what? That does segue kind of into uh, a little bit of controversy. I'll end I'll end the episode on this. shout out to all the people that think I'm an idiot for my UFC fucking... <laughs> like, bruh, did you not hear me say 80 times that I'm a conspiracy theorist and that I don't think this actually happened? Although I have... I. There's part of me that thinks. Well, it can was we talk about what
1: happened last night? What happened? You didn't you didn't see it. You didn't see it. No. Oh my goodness, bruh. Wait, what? Bro. Loki? One of the refs? Oh. Sorry, one of the judges?
0: No. Bruh. No, don't tell me.
1: So, okay, so it was Shevchenko Grasso.
0: Oh, I okay, not at that event. Okay, because there was a UFC event this past weekend. Yeah, Shevchenko but trying to get her belt back.
1: Yes. But unfortunately, she tried to get her belt back on Mexican Independence Day against a Mexican lady. Oh. And they just can't let it
0: happen. So what? They It went to the judges? It went all five rounds? It
1: went all five rounds. And then out of nowhere, one of the judges gives Grosso a 10-8 round in the fifth.
0: And how was that round? I didn't watch the fight. It, Would you say it was a 10-8 no, round?
1: If there was any 10-8 round, it should have been Shevchenko earlier in the fight, because she took her down and controlled her for the whole round.
0: But they gave it to Grasso.
1: In the fifth round, which was not even close.
0: What would you score that round?
1: Who would I have said when? No, what would you have scored that round? The fifth one.
0: Yeah. 10-9.
1: 10-9. Yeah. But they, not even for Grasso, I think Shevchenko would have taken it 10-9.
0: Oh, shit. Right?
1: But it was close. Like It was a really close fight. It was a really good fight. But because they can't, have her lose the belt on Mexican Independence Day. Right? One of the refs gives Grasso a 10-8 round. So then the fight ends
0: up being a draw. No winner. And belt stays where it is. Belt stays where it is. Now, did anything come out of that? Like, it, this was in Mexico, this event?
1: This was in Vegas.
0: Oh, it was in Vegas. Yeah.
1: But what's what's interesting, Shevchenko called it out immediately. Like, she's like, well, you know, I just think that some of the judges may have been. Uh,
0: was, was it a Mexican judge or anything?
1: This is Mike Brown? I don't know if What no, was it. on his
0: playlist right before that fight? Yeah, no, right. Well, they were playing
1: that the whole night. They had A bunch of Mexican fighters and all
0: that stuff. <laughs> that nigga was playing the theme song to Narcos, right?
1: <laughs> I know, right? Um, there is no way that Grasso should have gotten a 10 8 round in the fifth. And he's the only one that gave her a 10 8 round
0: and because of that people are suspecting some money got to him or something
1: money got to him bro it's
0: sports like people in the comment section y'all are crazy people really thought that i just oh this guy's got copium bro i know this guy's got copium (laughs) good for you for thinking that because i sound insane i know i do (laughs) i said that this feels rigged yeah i don't give a fuck about israel adesanya i don't give a fuck about sean strickland bro i don't give a Fuck, <laughs> I'm watching sports with my own eyes. Are you not paying attention to all sports? Have you not realized that this shit has been proven to be rigged in the past? Yeah. What like and again, very small chance that I was even right, but it just felt off to me.
1: Well, my whole point is there's no way Grosso should have gotten a 10-8 round in yeah. the 5th. Like that's just f- facts. Like to get a 10-8 round, you have to smash someone. So what
0: do you think? In your honest opinion because you're not as conspiratorial about Anything as I am. Well, <laughs> You're, a yes. You're a lot more grounded. You're uh, a lot more grounded. Like, what What do you see that as? Do you think that someone got paid off? Do you think that someone had favor?
1: Well, I think Grasso gets favor because she's, you know, Mexican, fighting on Mexican Independence Day. You get what I'm saying? And yeah, she's a champion. Yeah, like, but
0: what what motivation does the judge have to do that if he's not like incentivized to?
1: I don't know what his motivation is that's unless he's, he's like. a fucking idiot, like you know what I mean, like that.
0: It was in Vegas too, so those are their guys. Like, those are the guys, right? Like are, that's they, that's the commission that knows about MMA and all that shit. Like,
1: yeah, but the judges. This is the thing: the judges, unless you know, like, one of the judges the, from the commission. The commission uh, uh, appoints the judges and the refs and all that. Stuff. Yeah, but. A lot of the Do ref- they appoint
0: the refs? Because how- yeah, yeah, so like, Herb how is it Dean- that you end up getting Herb Dean in a lot of the, the he's more, in a more a bunch important of fights? Commissions, but you get him in a lot of the more important fights
1: because so they trust him, dog. And you should have seen this one fight too. Like, oh my goodness! It just oh, we'll watch
0: it after. We'll watch it after. It's yeah. worth watching. Huh? Which one was it?
1: It wasn't even a good fight. Oh, like, one of the refs. You oh know, no, he's not this even like boy no more. Like,
0: oh no, John, no, dog, he.
1: Early stoppage, a guy has him in a in a guillotine. Yeah, right. And so the other guy, he's like his head's caught in the thing, and the, and and it's the Mexican fighter that has the choke like locked in. Yeah, right. So the other guy relaxes his arm, so he's not stressed out. As soon as he relaxes his arm, stop the fight. Stop oh, the
0: fight. Oh, really? The first round, yeah. Yeah, nah. Yeah, I don't know. I know it's a lot harder to judge MMA than most sports. Yeah, But, you know, I think the more important thing is to note that The Rock is back, I guess. Yeah,
1: that is the most important thing. <laughs> if you smell and the, and that Oprah needs what money. The Rock
0: <laughs> to do is cooking. You know what The Rock was cooking is a money-making scheme with Oprah. <laughs> that's, that's what he was cooking. Don't be distracted just because he's back in a wrestling ring, you fucking freaks. Well, oh, The Rock is back in the wrestling ring. Nigga, he was just asking for donations with a billionaire standing next to him for fires in his home country or fucking place of birth. Territory. Sh- territory. Well, it's Fuck. A state. It's his, It's a state. It's his state. It's crazy that Hawaii is a state. I That's know. crazy how ancient that place is. And they're a state. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, this has been Black Suits, the podcast season four, episode 30 deuce. Uh, Dante, where can the people find you?
1: The people can find me online on Instagram at person1prod, P-E-R-S-O-N, the number one, P-R-O-D.
0: Dope. I am aka Black Zeus on all social media. It scrolls at the bottom of the screen. You know that. Hit the subscribe. Hit the like. Hit Leave a comment. Whatever. You know what I mean? You know what it is? You know what to do? Um, We're here every Wednesday for you. The channel is running smoothly. Me and Dante figured this shit out. Videos streaming all week long. You know what I mean? So you get the episodes Wednesday at noon, but you get videos all throughout the week. And some special is still cooking up. And my special literally will come out eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But until then, we will see you right back here next week. Until then, peace, peace. This has been Black Suits, the podcast, season four, episode 32.